0: Chiefs' mandatory minicamp concluded on Thursday, and this ends the off-season program. This is a time for the rookies and other newcomers to become familiar with the Chiefs, and, frankly, for the team to turn the page on the Super Bowl loss and begin pointing toward next season. There's still some work to be done before training camp begins in late July. The most important detail is the contract extension for safety Tyron Matthew. That's been a conversation topic for weeks and he's been keeping it alive with some of his social media comments. On today's Sportsbeat KC for Thursday, June 17th, Matthew met with reporters and spoke about the prospects for a deal and delivered some words fans want to hear that he wants to finish his career as a member of the Chiefs. We'll also hear from Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid on today's show, so let's get started with media interviews with the offensive and defensive heartbeats of the Chiefs, along with Coach Reid. Uh,
1: We'll get started, and we'll start first with Pete Sweeney.
0: Go ahead,
2: Pete. Hey, Tyron. I know that, you know, you've got a lot of uh, contract questions uh, this past offseason. I'm just curious, when it comes to the Kansas City Chiefs organization, how much of a desire of yours is it to may it perhaps finish your career in Kansas City? I know that you plan on playing for probably another eight to ten years.
3: I mean, it's probably top of the list. Um, you know, it's been everything I've asked for. Um, and for me, I feel like I can play football anywhere. Um, but when you develop certain relationships with, with certain people, um, you know, these people become a part of your life. And so, you know, Coach Bags, Coach Merrick, um, Coach Reed, Coach Rubin, our strength coach, uh, all these men, you know, have been pouring into me. So um, I can't see me, you know, ever kind of walking away from, from that relationship. Um, I've been through a lot in my life. And um, so for me, I think, you know, holding on to certain relationships, uh, I think that kind of outweighs. You know, any monetary thing, you know, uh, any short feeling or emotion I may be, you know, dealing with in the moment.
1: Go next to Mick Schaefer. Go ahead, Mick. Hey, Tyron, you kind of fired back at Le'Veon Bell's criticism of Andy Reid. I was wondering, you spent almost a year in the locker room with him. Why do you think he feels that way?
3: Oh, I'm not sure. Um, You know, obviously, I feel like he was a great teammate uh, when he he was here. Um, You know, obviously, you know, things don't go our way. You know, it's a performance based business. And, you know, uh, it's a lot of things that determine our performance. Right. It's not just what we do on the football field. And, um, I'm wishing I'm wishing him the best. I'm hoping things get better for him. Um, but um, I mean, this is probably one of the finest organizations you know I've, I've ever been a part of. Um, as far as the locker room, our coaches, um, they're transparent, they're honest. And I think in this business, man, that, that's really all you can ask for. Right. Uh, it's honesty you know, from coaches because they don't have to tell us the truth, you know. Uh, So, uh, but I do feel like Coach Reed and his staff, you know, they're they're, they're some of the best people and coaches, you know, I've been around.
1: Let's go next to Sam McDowell. Go ahead, Sam. Hey, Tyron.
4: Um, You've always been one of the more approachable guys in the locker room. I'm I'm wondering what you thought of this last year. We've had to go virtual. What's it been like for you talking to us through Zoom
3: instead? It's been different. Um, you know, um, I, I mean, I feel like I'm a transparent guy, uh, whether we're in person or virtual. But um, I, I think being in front of people, um, you know, having people see you uh, in person, um, I think that kind of takes you uh, a, a longer way than, you know, the virtual uh, phase. So I'm hoping things could could really get back to normal, not just for us players, but for you guys as well, and, uh, you know, we could have a, a fo- the football season we we all want we all pray for. Um, uh so really just hoping uh, for more normalcy going forward. Let's
5: go next to Adam Teicher. Go ahead, Adam. Hey Tyron, how are you doing today? Doing well, yes sir. Good. Hey, I want to ask you about something you said a minute ago. You talked about your relationship uh relationships with Andy and Spagnolo and Barry Rubin and uh Coach Merritt. Um how do you feel like those guys have made you a better player? Do you feel like maybe you've been a better player here than you were because of them and maybe you were earlier in your career?
3: Well I think I'm a better person uh, uh, to begin with um, you know I think you know for me football comes uh, you know fairly easy um, but I think when you have you know certain men in your life that are that they're trying to coach the, the person just as much as they're coaching a the player and I think anytime you have an athlete I think the, the, the mental part of the game is, is so big for an athlete you know and I think if if any athlete could could you know find the the, the right mental space, um, I think we I think our all of our games could could really go to a, to a new level. So, um, you know, I think for me is you know obviously I love football, but you know I think having certain guys around me um, mentally, you know, um, I think it clears my head to to focus on just the things that that are in front of me. Um, so, you know, kudos to kudos to my coaches for you know taking the time out to coach the person,
1: just as much as the player. go next to Herbie Tiopi. Go ahead, Herbie.
3: Hey, Tyron. Always a pleasure to see you. I hope you're well, man. Sure. Thank you.
6: Thank you. You too. Hey, um, from your point of view in the back end of coverage, there's quite a few moving pieces on the defense right now along the defensive line and the linebackers. Um, um, what, what, what's what been your impression of this group as, as they come along through all these practices heading into training camp?
3: Well, I, I To be honest, I I think all of these practices has has really worked uh, to our benefit. Um, You know, we didn't necessarily have this last year. Um, It's a couple new coverages, a couple new wrinkles that that we wanted to put in last year. Uh, We just didn't have the time to get to it. Um, So uh, I I think everybody showing up, uh, being available, you know, coming to work, um, you know, clear mind, just focusing on football. um, I think it's going to take us a long way, Um, especially when we talk about the communication, you know, aspect of it, which I think is a big part uh, of playing defense, right? Um, it, it's to communicate and to react to what the offense is doing. And um, so, the more time we really get with each other, um, spin around each other, talking ball, talking route concepts. Um, you know, understanding what kind of you know ability the guy next to me have, and how can I help him? You know, compensate for that. Um, I think these fifteen, however many practices we've had, I think is going to pay big dividends for us. But I do think we built some momentum. You know, going forward, like I mentioned with. Uh, new coverages, new wrinkles, um, you know, we, we, we feel fresh. We feel motivated going forward. And for us, it's all about just showing up the camp physically and mentally, you know, ready to go. And I think if we could do that, uh, you know, we'll be cooking with some hot grease going forward.
1: So we've got four left. We'll go right down the line starting with Todd Lebo. Go, Todd.
3: Hey, Ty. you
7: mentioned how close this group is, and you guys do a lot of talking about football and other things. What sort of co- have the conversations been like in the, the locker room about the vaccination protocols and things that they the league just let out and and they, the team has given you guys experts and all that stuff has has it been enlightening for you guys has it been you know I don't know should name names on anything like that but I mean what sort of conversations have you guys had on that front and you think the league is heading in the right direction on as far as the pandemic goes
3: well I think the league and the PA is going to do you know what was really best for the league right what' best for the fans um uh, I, I think us we we as a team, we, we understand that it could be an advantage for us, you know, going forward, um, you know, especially with the protocols and camp, you know, we just talked about, you know, how much time we have spent practicing and communicating and, you know, we would hate to get to camp and not have, you know, a good portion of our guys to be able to really sit and eat dinner with and, you know, just build that camaraderie. I think that's another, I think that, again, that is a big part <laughs> of playing football, you know, just building that team chemistry, building that team bond. And, you know, every year you have a different team. There's new guys, it's new faces. And so every year you're trying to start over building that chemistry back up. So I think we understand the importance of it. Um, I think we believe in our training staff, our medical people. And um, and then, like I said, most importantly, we believe in our coaches as well. So um, I think we truly believe those guys won't, you know, give us any bad information. Um, I think everything they tell us is, like I said, not just for the player, but for the person.
1: Go next to Sarin Petro. Good ahead,
4: uh, Tyron, sorry to go back to the contract and I, and I look forward to that not being a, a discussion with you, my friend. And, and, you know, so I think all of us uh, are rooting for that to, to be done and you to be a chief for a long time. Cause we certainly enjoy talking to you, but, uh, just, just your thoughts on how it's going, right? Everybody, I think Kansas city would kind of echo the sentiment. I just said there, they want to see you in Kansas city and, and they want to know how it's going. Do you, do you feel like this is progressing and it, it's going to get done? And, and do you feel confident that a, a new contract is coming your way?
3: Yeah, I do. Um, you know, I have I have tremendous faith, uh, not just in myself, but the people uh, that that's around me. Um, you know, I think about my family a lot and, you know, we're, we're extremely blessed. Uh, we're extremely thankful for, for everything. Um, and so uh, for me, it's got to keep all those things in perspective. Um, you know, I don't consider myself a guy that um, necessarily does things for his own benefit. So, um, you know, more importantly, I'm, I'm, I'm really just kind of looking forward to, you know, continuing to be a chief and, you know, continuing to help the younger guys around me and, you know, help the receivers and help anybody I can just continue to get better. Um, and I think, to be honest, that I think that's my focus. I mean, it should be my focus, but, um, you know, uh, just being here the last couple of years, uh, I mean, I can't see me, you know, wearing any other uniform. Um, I think the, the the fans here are amazing. My teammates are amazing. You know, I spoke about the relationships that I have with my coaches, and you just, some of these things you can't buy <laughs> other places, you know. Um, and I, 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 I'm a guy that's had to start over quite often. Um, so, um, you know, uh, I would like to stay here for sure. <laughs> Last two
1: we'll go Matt McMullen and then Nate. Good, Matt.
2: Hey, Tyron. Uh, you mentioned the new faces on defense. I want to ask you about Mike Hughes, one of the new guys. Just your early impressions of Mike and how he's fit in so far.
3: Yeah, he's coming along. Um, he's coming along really good. Um, you know, when he first got here, you know, obviously it's a, it's a, it's a kind of complex system, uh, you know, especially for the defensive backs. Uh, it's a lot of reads. Uh, it's a lot of pattern readings, uh, a lot of communication that takes place. But um, I, I thought these last couple practices that he's had, you know, he's really shown, you know, why he was a first round draft pick. And, you know, I think it's important for us to kind of continue to build him up. You know, even myself, um, how can I give him the confidence, you know, um, that he needs to go forward? And um, so it's all about continuing to encourage him, just continuing to uh, uplift him. Um, obviously, it's, it's some kind of accountability and responsibility that, that, that has to take place. And, you know, that comes from the leader uh, in the room. And um, but I like what I'm seeing from him. Um, you could tell he's quick. he's short twitched. Um, you know, uh, he can make plays on the ball. You know, got got tremendous athletic ability. Uh, got great ball skills. And I think in his defense, uh, you know, if you could tackle and play the ball well, uh, you could play for Spag. So uh, I'm looking forward to seeing what he does in camp. But uh, I'm going to be that guy that's going to continue to encourage him and motivate him uh, because we know, I know we're going to need him.
1: We'll ask the Nate Taylor.
4: Go ahead, Nate. Hey, Tyron. Thanks for doing hey. this. Um, two guys I want to ask you about. Is there anything – new and different you see from Patrick, uh, especially in this OTA mini camp period before you go to training camp. And I know another guy that you've really enjoyed competing against and sort of seeing his progression is McColl Hardman. Just what is he doing now that obviously he just couldn't get to just because of where we were
3: uh, last year with the pandemic? Yeah, I think uh, to, to start with Patrick, um, you know, just this whole spring, um, he hasn't been trying to do it all. Um, you know, uh, He's been really taking with the defense give him. Uh, he, he's understanding uh, different coverages. Uh, even when I'm moving around back there, he's getting a good idea and a good feel for, for what I'm doing. And if you can figure that out, you can kind of figure out what we're doing as a defense. So um, you could tell his eyes are right, uh, his mind is right. Um, and so if, if we could protect him how I know we can, uh, you know, he, he's going to be the guy that, that that we need him to be. Um, and I think Nicole is – I think he's hungrier than he's ever been. Um, you know, I think each and every practice he's trying to find me. And I don't know whether to take that as a compliment or disrespect. You know, it's like, you know, I know iron sharpens iron, but it seems like every day he just, you know, he wants to see me. So um, you know, I, I, I've been, I'm grateful that I can get him better. Um, it, it's been a pleasure to see him, you know, come to work. Um, you know, even when he doesn't do anything right, or uh, he makes a mistake or maybe he drops a ball, uh, he's not hanging his head. You know, he's running back to the huddle. Um, you, you can see it in his eyes that, that he's ready to go in I think a big part of that is him understanding that we're going to need him, you know. Uh, and so uh, he got a big uh, responsibility on his plate. Uh, but, you know, once again, uh, it's going to take for the, for the leaders and, and the guys in the locker room to continue to encourage him and, and really uplift him because he's still a young guy. You know, uh, he's still a baby in this league. And um, so, uh, But we need him to play big, and uh, we expect him to do that.
1: Tyron, we appreciate your time. Thanks for joining us. Sure. Thank you. All right, guys. Here we got Patrick, stepping up, we'll kick her off with Adam Teicher. Go ahead, Adam.
5: Hey, Patrick, a uh, couple things for you today. Um, just wanted to see how you felt like you came through uh, the, the offseason stuff uh, from a physical standpoint and particularly the toe. Do you see any problems moving forward when camp starts? And Brad, I'll have a second question as well.
6: No, I, I don't. I don't see any problems moving forward. Obviously, I want to continue with the rehab, continue to work on the state things to strengthen it and do all that different type of stuff. Um, but I felt like I, I, did, I had a good OTAs, a good mini camp. I was able to move around, scramble
5: around, and do the things that I needed to do. Okay, and uh, I want to go back to something you said right after the Super Bowl. You talked about how disappointed you were and, and how that's going to be a loss that maybe motivates you the rest of your career. And now, now that you had a little time since that game, I want to revisit that. Do you still feel that way, or maybe was that the emotions talking? How do you feel about that?
6: Yeah, I mean, when you get beat like that and on a stage like that, you're going to feel like that uh, at all times when it's kind of talked about. So for me, i will try to make sure that that doesn't happen again, no matter what game it is.
1: Go next to Pete Sweeney. Go, Pete.
2: Hey, Patrick. I I know when uh, Tyron signed, you guys had this phone conversation where you had said just, you know, you take care of the defense. As far as what you guys are building, and I know you got the long-term contract, just how much are you rooting uh, for him to be in Kansas City for a, a rather long time
6: yeah I mean uh, he's such a great leader on this team and I mean obviously a special football player you want him to be here uh, for the long run and, he, and and you can tell that Chiefs Kingdom really is by, behind him as the leader of that defense and the leader on this team so uh, I definitely want him to be here uh, as long as as long as he can and as long as I'm here
1: let's go next to Mick Schaefer Good Mick Hi right, Patrick what's it like being on the cover of Madden again this time with uh Tom and I was wondering if you guys swapped Super Bowl stories when you were at that shoot
6: yeah uh wasn't a lot of talk about the actual Super Bowl but uh I mean it's obviously an honor to be back on the cover of Madden again uh, I mean it's it's something that you look look up to as a kid as you want to be on the cover and for me it's the second time uh, to be on that thing I didn't even know you could be on it a second time and so uh to be with a guy like Tom, um, and be able to just uh, kind of talk to him and get get advice from him uh, whenever we're at the shoot, shooting the, the photos and stuff like that. Um, it's always it's always a good deal. He's a great dude, and he's he's willing to give advice. So uh, I mean, it's uh it's cool. Just hopefully next time I'm not we can beat them, and that they're not beating me when I'm I'm going to, to do the shoot with them.
1: Let's go next to Miss Karen Kornacki. Go ahead, Karen. Good, Karen.
6: Hi, Patrick. How you doing?
2: Good. Just wondered, what do you plan to do from here until training
6: camp to kind of keep sharp, to keep the toe healthy? Do you have kind of a plan for physicalness and a plan to get away from the game and get a break before camp? Yeah, Brittany uh, and and Jackson have have my schedule down to date. They ask me a question every single day about what dates we're doing what. And so uh, I have a couple of vacations in there. I'm going up to Tahoe for the golf tournament. Uh, but then after that, I'll be, I'll be back in Texas and I'll be training with my, with Bobby Shrew, my trainer. And, uh, he's talked to, to Rick and he's talked uh, to Julie, um, and, and really got a good game plan of how we're going to continue the rehab, but at the same time, making sure that I'm, uh, physically ready to, to go whenever, uh, uh, training camp goes and, and I have no limitations at all.
1: Looks like we got four more hands. We'll go right down the line stream with Harold. Go ahead, Harold.
2: Oh, yeah. Hey, Patrick, hope you're doing well. Um, yeah. Clyde Edwards-Alaird mentioned how you guys are trying to get the ball around, spread the ball around a little bit more, especially out of the back. I just want to know, through these OTAs in the minicamp, how you guys try to evolve the offense and maybe implement some new stuff? Because, you know, Andy Reid always talks about pat plays and how you guys are trying to get that going uh, going forward because this is the time to experiment with it. Yeah.
6: Yeah, we, I mean, we always we always are implementing new stuff, uh, adding new stuff to the offense, uh, trying out different things here and there. Um and then I think uh you said, I mean, we have these running backs that can catch the ball so well out of the backfield, so why not utilize them? And with Clyde and Jared McKinnon, uh, Daryl, Darwin, all all these guys, they're really good at running and catching the ball and running routes in space. And so using them as well as using tight ends and, and using the receivers obviously that are so special. So uh, I think you'll see a wide variety of stuff that we come into the season with and that and that's what you want to be with a great offense. Let's
1: go next to Matt Derek. Go to Matt. Hey, Patrick, I know that, you know, normally during the off offseason, um, the film guys will, you know, put up a cut up of like maybe your 20 ZNs throws that you made last year and, and, uh, and things like that for you to go through. When you're going through that film review and looking at that, what were kind of the takeaways that you saw and, and what are you learned from that that you're applying this season?
6: Yeah, you, you every time you watch that, you learn and, and you realize all the different stuff that you left out there on the field and how you could have changed games with different completions. Um, and just taking what's there or going for attacking at the right moments. So I think the best thing about it is you learn, you learn from your mistakes, and then you try to improve those things the next year. Um, And so uh, we had a great offense this last year, but I think we can still get substantially better if we continue to evolve and I continue to get better and better with my decision-making.
1: The last two, Sarin and then Todd. Go ahead, Sarin.
4: Uh, And I'll have a quick follow-up, Brad. Brad, Patrick, uh, the third receiver spot, right, with Sammy leaving. Uh, I know there's familiar faces that are guys that are there, but just your, your first impression of the depth and if anyone's uh, standing out as a guy to maybe grab that role?
3: No, I mean, I think uh, I think a lot of guys
6: are, had a really good OTAs and a really good mini camp uh, I mean, Nicole, D-Rob, Tyreek, uh, Garrett, Kemp, um, uh, really a, a lot of these guys, they really went out there and competed. Um, I did a great job and the young guys are coming in with Callaway and, and Powell, and they're learning how we, we practice and how we really get after it. Um, and I, I feel like we have a, we have a, a good group of guys um, and our guys like Pringle and all these guys are, are practicing super hard. Um, they're making plays at practice every single day. And I have all the ultimate trust in them that no matter who's in the game, uh, we're going to make some plays happen.
4: And then I know uh, Tyron gave you a, kind of a, a breakdown of what he thought uh, was going on looking at you and and what was going on on that side of the ball. I'm curious what what I know you're not breaking down tape and, you know, scouting Chris uh Jones over at defensive end, but just kind of your impression about what it looks like and uh, maybe how successful that'll be or what what challenges that might prevent for other offenses.
6: Yeah, I'm, I'm glad that uh they're up there on my team. Uh all the different coverages and blitzes and then just the D line and how they're able to rush and Tyron's like in at the line of scrimmage and then he's in the deep third and he's in the middle of the field. It's a very very complex defense to co- to to go against and it's going to make us better because uh, you have that many playmakers that can move around and have that good of a scheme. Um, it's gonna it's gonna challenge us every single day, which will make us better in the long run.
1: Last Todd Lebo, go Todd.
7: Hey Patrick, I know the, the roster can still change a little bit because it's ever changing in the NFL, but you've got a big bunch of new offensive linemen there for you. What are your thoughts from what you've seen so far and how they've kind of meshed together? And What are your, you know, what, where, where's this, where's the limit for these guys on what they can get done in front of you?
6: Yeah, I mean, obviously they're super talented. Uh, I mean, you know that from the places that they've been, uh, all of them, we have a lot of depth, a lot of guys I can just uh, kind of fill in here and there when and and we have guys that can play, which is always good. Um, I think the biggest thing is if you didn't know and you just walked into this locker room and saw those guys, you would think they grew up together. The chemistry that they've built already uh, is tremendous. I mean, that it seems like they're all best friends. They've known each other forever. And uh, whenever you look at uh, great offensive lines, I feel like you have to have that, that type of aspect of guys that, that are going to put complete trust in each other and they're going to go out there and, and get after it every single play.
1: Patrick, we appreciate your time. Thanks for joining us. Thank
6: you.
0: Your subscription helps support the sports coverage of KansasCity.com and the Kansas City Star, and that support has never been more important. Please visit KansasCity.com slash offer to get this special offer. And as always, thanks for listening.
8: Um, I'll start off, there's no injuries to uh, talk about. We'll get you all that once we get up to camp and we can roll from there, but... Um, go ahead and fire away here. Your time's yours. Let's go first to Adam Teicher.
1: Go ahead, Adam.
5: Good morning, Andy. Hey, a um, couple things. First, I wanted to get your thoughts on um, how this portion of the offseason went, what you felt like you got out of OTAs and minicamp. And Brad, I'll have a
8: second question as well. Yeah, listen, I, I told the players this. That, um, first of all, I appreciated their attendance um, during, during this time. Uh, we a lot, We have a lot of new faces, and so it gave us a great introduction um, to to the offense, defense, and special team, So, um, w- which I thought was was huge for us. And then uh, we'll, we'll go ahead and fine tune everything once we get up to <clears throat> once we get up to training camp. Uh, but again, I, I thought it went well, Adam. I, I liked uh, the attitude of the guys. They came in ready to work. And uh, that's what they did. They finished up here um, with a little conditioning drill, and, and uh, they did great on that. So um, they're, they've got a good mindset, and as, as coaches, we appreciate that.
5: Yeah, okay. And uh, one guy I've been meaning to ask you about is Jarek McKinnon. Um, what did you guys like about him? How do you see him fitting in? Does he maybe give you something that your other backs don't give you?
8: Yeah, so, um, well, he's experienced. He's been, he's been doing this a while. Um, and he does it well. He, he's good. Uh, I mean, this was more, these were passing camps more than running camps, but, um, he sure has a nice feel of the, of the pass game. And, um, you know, we look forward to, I, I look forward to giving him the whole package once we, once we get up there and let's see what he can do. Um, once we get playing, uh, real football. Let's
1: go next to Herbie tiopi Go ahead, Herbie. Hey, good morning, coach.
6: All right, um, two questions here for you, coach. The first one, uh, to kind of follow up on what Adam asked you, you mentioned uh, you, know, you appreciate the players showing up. What is your comfort level at this stage uh, heading into training camp when you compare it to last year when you didn't have this portion of the off-season workout program?
8: Yeah, so listen, on, on these Zoom calls, as you know, I mean, you can, you can install, you can do all that. that. Uh, you can talk about fundamentals and techniques, but <laughs> you, can't, you can't work on them. And that's just what's real. Um, so uh, the, this gives you an opportunity to actually run the play and, and, and work on the fundamentals and techniques and uh, let the players, after the coaches have evaluated their last season, uh, to sit there and help them get better with, with the, again, techniques and fundamentals that they might need this season. So I, I think it's a win-win. I think it's great to have the technology uh, but at the same time, <clears throat> I think it's important that we, we're still able to get them on the field. And I, I said this before, I think it's important that coaches handle it the right way and uh, try to keep the players as safe as they possibly can. If that, uh, for us, if that means giving up the run game part of it, uh, we did that versus air and bags, but we, we didn't do it against each other, then that that's what we do. You know, So you've got to try to keep them as safe as you possibly can. And, Coach, finally, Travis Kelsey on
6: Tuesday expressed surprise at some of the comments that Le'Veon Bell made. Are you aware of those comments? And what was your reaction to that?
8: Yeah, Herb, I, listen, I, I really enjoyed my time with him here. So um, I, uh, I I appreciated the way he handled things and and did his business. And he has some productive downs for us. And I'm pulling for him in the future. I mean, that's how that's how I roll. I mean, people say things; they say things. So. Um,
2: I just, I move on and I wish him the best, you know. Let's go next to Pete Sweeney. Go ahead, Pete. Good morning, coach. Just because we won't get you now for another month and change here. I know you had said Patrick Mahomes was able to go full because it was a passing style at camp. How much is your expectation with the docs and stuff that he's going to be able to be 100% when you do some of that running stuff, Um, you know, quarterback scrambles out of structure when you get to camp?
8: Yeah, listen, I mean, we were we were cautious with him and he, he'll he do anything. And so, um, you know, it's just a matter that we were we were smart, try to be as smart as we possibly could with it. And and his communication was great. He kept it open with us and we checked with him to make sure and see how he was doing during practices. And not just the first day, but you, you want to check on the third day, too. So uh, to see how he's doing. And uh, he he made it through. I think this was good for him. Um, and then we'll just see how he feels once we get up to camp. But he sure got a lot of work done here and he came out feeling pretty good. Go next to Matt McMullen.
1: Good, Matt.
2: Hey, coach. Um, we talked to Clyde yesterday and he said that one area he's looking to improve this offseason is in the passing game as a receiver. Uh, how much, as a coach, do you appreciate it when a young player comes in with a specific thing they want to
0: work on?
8: Yeah, I think that's good. You know, we, we didn't have a huge expanded role for him in the past game. Just kind of getting them in the swing of the defenses that the NFL plays and then all the run plays that we have and the routes that we did have uh, that, you know, tie in with everybody. But uh, we've tried to give him a little bit more this offseason and um, he's handled it well. Uh, look forward to getting him out of training camp where we can keep growing in that area.
1: Looks like we've got three more hands up. We'll go from the top starting with Sarin. Go ahead, Sarin.
4: And Brad, I have a quick follow up to this uh, coach uh, analytics today. One, one of the things that they've been going through and grinding out is that like the number three receiver can be a, you know, a big difference maker for you, right? Like you get down to that third corner, that that's a matchup that can be very, you know, can be exploited to an offense's benefit. That's kind of a, a spot maybe in flux for you right now. What do, number one, do you agree with that thought that that third receiver is, is really important and how do you think uh, the competition is that they're at that spot?
8: Yeah, no, I think that's important. I, I also think that that wide receiver position is one uh, that gets, um, you know, is deficient just a bit in the stack category where years help um, improvement in that at that position. So people say, you know, that that's a position that you you spend your four years with then you get right. I'm not sure I agree with that. I think uh, that's a learned, uh, there, there's a whole lot that goes into the learning process and production. Um, bit hard to measure, but that's, uh, um, I believe that. So I, I like the guys that we have, um, it, it might be by committee, but it, it's, uh, um, we've, got, we've got a good
4: nucleus of wide receivers there. And I feel, I feel comfortable with those guys. And then on the other side of the ball, uh, Chris Jones making the switch, or at least, you know, working on possibly making the switch to defensive end. You know, I know it's something that he's obviously on board with. That helps, right? If the player likes that, he's been talking to us about wanting to play defensive end for a year or two. But, you know, for somebody who would say, hey, you know, you're weakening yourself at two spots, you're taking a known commodity that's a success at D tackle and now moving them out to a question mark. Just what's your overall philosophy on, on making that move with a guy that's been so successful at one spot?
8: Yeah, sure. No. <clears throat> and the, the one thing it does, it gives us flexibility. I mentioned that Jerron Reed was, uh, uh, you know, it, was, it hasn't been talked about much, but I, I look at him as kind of a key cog to that, um, you know, that ability to move Chris around. And and so uh, he's a he's been a heck of a football player in this league and, and he's an interior player. So uh, it gives us some flexibility with Chris to move him in or out and I know, I know he likes getting out there to rush the passer. He's looked pretty good uh, doing it here in short, so we'll see how it works out with, with pads on.
7: Go
1: next to Todd Lebo. Go, Todd.
7: Hey, Coach, I know you generally have a message for your guys at this time of year. You're going to be away for a while. Is it any different this year? We got questions about vaccines, what they should do on that front, and, and I'd like to know what your thoughts were on the guidelines that the that the league gave Uh, as far as vaccinations and those, those numbers this, this past week, where you guys are with it on that. Sure.
8: Yeah. So we've kept the guys uh, as educated as we can with uh, the different protocols Um, also gave them the opportunity to look into um, whether they wanted to be vaccinated or not, the pluses uh, to that, what the doctors are saying, the latest science is saying. And so, um, if they had questions, uh, I, I all I asked was that they they get them answered. and uh, with that we've had a number of guys sign up. We're heading in the right direction there.' Um, or, you know we're one of the top teams with vaccinations and you know we'll just we'll keep rolling with it. but I think the education part of it ends up being important uh, for a lot of guys just to know where this thing's at, where it's going. So, and I like the policies that they put in. I mean, I, um, you know, there's some things that just have to be done to make, make it work. And uh, I think the league's done that. So did I answer all the questions? That was a loaded, that was a layered. Anybody else? Oh,
1: we've got one more coach. Uh, Matt Derrick will close us out. Go ahead, Matt. Hey, Coach, good morning. Hope you enjoy your time between here and, and training camp. All right, man. You're the um, closer. Pressure's on you. <clears throat> I Got to do my best here, apparently. <laughs> and yeah. and when, uh, when you selected Noah Gray, you know, Brent Beach talked about how this is a guy that he thinks can, you know, maybe fill in for Travis when he's not on the field and be a, a really reliable number two guy. What did you see about him so far? And, and how have you felt his development has come along uh, here, here in this camp?
8: Yeah, so he's a smart kid. He works hard. <clears throat> um, you can see that you can see that he's a good route runner. <clears throat> There's more of that spot than just doing that. So we'll, we'll see once he gets pads on. <clears throat> but he sure is willing um, to do whatever we've asked. And you, you get a sense that the quarterbacks. He's quarterback friendly. So that's a, <laughs> that always helps if you're a receiver. Uh, the quarterbacks like throwing the ball to you. That's a that's a plus. Um, and he's presented himself that way so far. Coach, we really
0: appreciate your time. Thanks for joining us.
8: You guys have a safe break here.
0: That'll do it for today. Thanks to our Sportsbeat KC production staff of Derek Donovan, Beth Welsh, Monty Davis, Jeff Rosen, Chris Fickett, and Savannah Smith. Links to stories about the Chiefs can be found in the show notes and on kansascity.com. Hey, we got another deal for you. You can subscribe to Sports Pass for 99 cents a month. That's right, 99 pennies a month. Sports Pass is the online version of the Star Sports section. you get all the stories that appear in the print editions of the Star, plus additional stories that appear only on the website and they all appear first on KansasCity.com. After three months, it auto-renews at $5.99 a month unless you cancel. Here's how you get it. You go to kansascity.com slash sportspass2020. That's kansascity.com slash sportspass2020. You want more than just sports coverage? Check out the entire Kansas City Star product. Sports news, features, commentary, and analysis, the whole thing. You get all the stories written by my talented colleagues, plus additional national news, sports, and business coverage with the e-edition. The details for all of these deals can be found at account. KansasCity.com kansas city dot com slash subscribe and I, I know it's a lot of dots and dashes if you're having trouble hunting down any of those offers send me an email bkirkoff at kcstar.com and i will get you to the right place so whether it's the sports pass or the full subscription you're getting and supporting the best sports and news coverage in kansas city and helping us produce programs like sports bkc thanks for listening and we'll be back on friday with another episode